It's time for the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is a look at issues that affect today's veteran. The Basser Hour is brought to you by www.hadit.com. If you need help with the VA, log on to hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Jay Basser. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Basser Hour. Today I've got my co-host with me, Mr. Gerald Cook, out of uh, the big state of Missouri. And today is the 8th day of December, 2015. Man, December's about gone, Gerald. Yes, it is. It's moving quick. And uh, It is moving. I, I land. Christmas will be here before we know. Yeah, well... I think Santa Claus already asked for instructions for flight level plans. I guess he's getting ready. Yeah, he's got his flight schedule going here. Three weeks and three days he'll be circling the globe. Trying yeah. to pass out that trying to pass out that free toys and tooth decay to all our all our children. <laughs> yeah. I mean he's good at that. He's good at yeah, that. Yeah, he is. You know, We've been doing these shows for several years now. Of course, your show, you know, the SVR show has been going on for a long time. You know, the Bachelor show has been going on for a couple of years. You know, if we sit around the house and just look, you watch the news and world events, you kind of keep up on what's going on. You know, everything's always, something's always moving, shaking. You know, nothing ever sits still. We have a natural disaster or we have a terrorist attack or we have anything along the lines, you know, that actually drains our resources and puts us in harm's way. And uh, we decided to do this show to give the listeners a little bit of an idea of, you know, maybe some steps they can take to keep your family safe because contrary to popular belief, we are in a bad time in the world nowadays. And if you're religious enough or religious at all, you know everything's basically a play-by-play of what the final days of the Bible were saying, so... You know, this is a, not really a good time to be alive. You know what I mean, Joe? Yeah, sure do. It's uh, kind of a worrisome situation here. You don't know which way to turn. So, I guess the main thing to do is just try to be prepared for a little everything. It could be bad weather. It could be... Uh, you know, bloods, tornadoes, hurricanes, cyclones. It could be uh, anything. It could be anything. Don't have to be some crazy idiots running down the street cheating everybody up. But that's the age we live in, so uh, you have an obligation to your family to kind of be prepared for whatever's coming down the pike. Need yes. On hand and emergency supplies on hand. Don't have to spend we, a fortune on it. No, I mean there are certain things you can do that you have to do really in order yeah. to maintain. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know you got to make sure you have plenty of resources available because you know there might be times where food and water and just general shelter itself is scarce. So it's uh, you you need to make plans now and not wait. You know, if you got a if you got a Costco nearby, you can scoot over there and get you some of that case water. Yeah. You know, yeah. only like three bucks for forty forty bottles. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'd leave their cucumbers uh, alone. Uh, they've had a big recall on them, but I, that might be over by now. Have you heard? I've heard they've had some issues with some cucumbers and some chicken salad that uh, some yeah. people have gotten sick of. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, hopefully got that lined out. I mean, anytime you rely on uh, production of food in different places, you know, you can wind up in a bad situation. You know, because anytime things are mass-produced, you know, especially if they're if they're overseas and down south, you know, it's a damn, you know, it's a bad situation to have. Yeah. So you got to be careful, you know. But uh, sure they're supposed to inspect their stuff. And they uh, are. If they get, uh, mm-hmm. I understand that they've done really well with their bacon, uh, and they're selling a lot of bacon. And I, uh, I think I figured out why. Uh, What's that? 
uh, well, uh, bacon re- is a good repellent. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, uh, you take a slab of bacon around some of these uh, Muslim tears, and they'll <laughs> like the tickets. <laughs> yeah, just throw bacon at them. You don't need a gun. Just throw some bacon at them. They'll, they'll leave, and, you know... Uh, they probably need your help and would welcome your contribution anyway. That poor starving things. Well, I hear it. Most of them's on welfare, drawing everybody else's money that they poor people work for. Uh, they get their cars and education paid for. So throwing my little bacon now and then uh, help them out. Uh, maybe they won't need so many food stamps. I think, uh, I don't know, it could be, you know, the Old Testament things like that. There's been good exposed rumors saying that bacon does does have that effect. Yeah. Or ham, yeah. other things, too. But, uh, yeah, yeah you know, it, uh, ham, ham works. Pork chop, now, I ain't going to throw no pork chop at them. No, sir, that's a good food there. That's a, I eat them and my ham, but a slab or two of bacon, surely a guy can afford Board doing some bacon, you know. Yeah. That way, you know, leave it out in the sun where it gets nice and slimy and sticky and, and sticky. Well, I don't. Uh, personally, I wouldn't really worry about too much. I'm not going to send no bacon their way because I like bacon too much myself. Well, I like bacon, but uh, just just to help my needy neighbors, I would I would share some with them. <laughs> No, that's some bad stuff we have got going on, you know. I mean, to have a have a sect that once, you know, I mean, they've been out to destroy our entire way of life for years, and uh, and it's been it's been that way for a long, long time. So Unfortunately, out, you're right. It has been that way, and that uh, for hundreds of years uh, this has been going on, and. Every once in a while, they have a flare-up, and uh, that's what we got now. And once they find someone to pick on, uh, looks like they, they've done that easy enough. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, what do you do? I mean, get, get get things calmed back down, I guess. I don't know. Well, what do we do? Do we hide in the house, or what do we do? I'm not going to hide in the house. Okay. Uh, don't have any guns, but don't need them when you mm-hmm. got bacon. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, we don't. I mean, you know, it's kind of it's kind of taboo for some folks. You know, I mean, if you have if you have protection, make sure you have it ready. That's all I have to say. Yeah. 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 But uh, that's for you sure. have to make sure. <laughs> Yeah. Be uh, be on the lookout. Be uh, on alert. Any stranger, you know, in this time of year too, John, we have we're plagued with a lot of home invasions, and uh, so you want to be keeping an eye out on on uh, strangers or scoping your neighborhood. You can tell when they're they're uh, out here. Uh, scoping around and 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 uh, they go by your house too much. It, it wouldn't hurt to call law, and if you can get an, a license plate number, all the better. But um, yep. Worst thing about uh, the, the people break into your car is you leave your keys out. You know, you leave your car unlocked. Oh, most of these newfangled most of these newfangled vehicles have got a thing built in where you can push a button, open your garage door. Yeah, true. You know, and uh, so always lock your vehicles up. What I'd personally do, you know, especially being veterans the way we are, you know, officer, we have pride to service that we serve. So some of us have got license plates and things like that, you know, showing our disabled vet status or, you know, the branch we served in, yeah. you know, like bumper stickers and things like that. And when to, do not have that exposed to the street. Just back your vehicle in the driveway and keep it that way. 
that way you can yeah. pull out of your driveway. You don't, yeah. I mean, just do things like that, little things. You know, you know uh, my daughter had her, uh, she had a Jeep, and down there at her job, they tried to break into it. Now, she has one of these newer Jeeps, and uh, however, just as luck would have it, she had the ignition switch changed in it. For some reason, it had went bad, or they had a recall. Anyway, they had to redo the ignition switch. And on her particular Jeep, they couldn't get in it. I mean, they couldn't. Uh, they got in it, but it wouldn't start for them. And they had one of these uh, uh, electronic gizmos that starts them, and it wouldn't work because she had had her ignition switch done or something down there on her computer. And it wouldn't work. Otherwise, they would have uh, stole her Jeep. Uh, so that's something to remember. You get these newfangled cars, you want them to where other people can't break in them so easy. Uh, they got them now. They can walk up and just push one of these electronic gizmos, and, and they're in there in a heartbeat. Well, Gerald, are you hiding in your house, or what are you doing? I'm, uh, well, no, I'm not hiding in my house. Uh, <coughs> I'm outdoors at plenty. Uh, all I can be. But, uh, <coughs> I still go to stores and what have you. But I keep <laughs> really? close eye. Yeah. yeah. I keep hey, we've been on what's going on around me, though. Things started looking suspicious. I, I moved to the other end of the, <laughs> the building or I go home. Well, you have to have vigilance on what you do. Well, you sure do. Yeah, we need to. You got to be vigilant, you know. I mean, you got to be careful. You know, common sense is a big factor involved. But you have to be really careful what you do, you know. I mean, it's, uh, what do you do? You know, you don't want to hide nowhere. You know, you want to make sure that, uh, you know, you've got your bases covered. Uh, we've had uh, just a rash of regular break-ins down here in this neighborhood in the last couple of weeks. People break into vehicles and things like that, you know. But we put cameras up so, we you know, everybody can see what's going on. That's a good idea, and I'd recommend everyone putting up infrared cameras if they can. Uh, I don't know what a set cost. I think the last time I checked, it was about $1,000 to have a good security system put in. Uh, now, they got the kind uh, of... Actually, you can, do best, you, you can do better than that. Yeah? Uh, some, some places to put in for free. You pay a monitoring fee every month. That's worth yeah, it. That's true. You know. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and that might be and a folks, route to go. I advise yeah. you not, not to invest in one that's got a uh, um, system that shows inside movement. If you're going to leave the house and have an 80 pound St. Bernard in the house. <laughs> yeah, true. You won't be left alone. You won't be left alone at all. But, uh, I don't know. What else, what else can you do, Gerald? Uh, just keep an eye on the neighborhood. Uh, mm -hmm. Somewhere, like I say, keep an eye out. Uh, I don't care what they say about profiling. I think you have to do a little profiling. Don't mean that there's anything wrong with it. It just means you're being a little extra cautious. Uh, and uh, you know, keep an eye on your neighborhood. It's really important. You yes, see these strange people going around. Uh, put uh, better locks on your doors, where if someone tries to kick in, you have a chance to do something. Uh, because uh, your doors and windows are all secure, 
hold a dime check. I go further than that. If you've got storm doors on your house. Yeah, you was telling me about those at uh Yes sir. Uh, pretty doggone time you can't beat a man with a baseball bat. Now that's that's what people need. Well they do sell they got a, it's called secure elegance. Yeah. And people that's a door. That's a door. Need it. That door. I mean, they'll give you ten thousand dollars when it breaks through it. Well, you know, that'd be worth putting one on the front door and back door, actually. Go to Lowe's.com, look up Secure Elegance, you'll see the door. Yeah. Look it up. We'll put a link to it and show it. Well, you want to do that? I mean, that'll keep people from getting in here. That's a good deal. Um, uh, be worth putting in at least to give you some time uh, uh, because my lands folks they can kick your door in being there on top of you in a heartbeat I mean just a few seconds once they have uh, scoped the neighborhood and they know you know uh, uh, they know what they're doing So you want to keep your stuff safe at home, and whether you're at home or not, you still don't want someone breaking in on it. Yep. Still, what few things you do have. Well, then you got to watch yourself. I mean, it's what you got to do. You know, you got to be vigilant. Yeah. You know, there's people out there that want what you have. Well, they want what you got. So, they don't want to work for it. Keep your bacon in your fridge. You might need it, too. No. Yeah. It's better to have a, some acreage somewhere outside of town. Some place where you can kind of bug out and get away from it all. Well, yeah, that's good to have a place outside of town, I think. You don't have to have a lot of acres. Two or three acres. Uh, uh, even one acre. Uh, and something. Uh, a place you can get out of town, do some things, camp out, whatever you want to do, you can do on your your land. You can, you just got to have a place to do it. Now, you've got a place you can go to. Yeah. Well, to do, you know. And, uh, uh, that's right. Uh, it, it pays to have a place out. It's good enough. Don't advertise. I'm yeah. If you've got a place like that, don't advertise it. Don't be yeah. like that one fool put his on national TV. Uh, <laughs> he had three nice well, generators and all set up. Yeah, he stole everything, didn't he? <laughs> so he took it all. I, I couldn't get over that. What on earth possessed him to do that? TV. TV. <laughs> yep, that TV money. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess it made for his new place. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, I bet he didn't get on tell where it was at. <laughs> it's a nice place, too, out there. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like. That's in North Carolina. You was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's I don't care where you're at in the country. People know you got something they ain't got. Mm -hmm. They want it. They mm -hmm. get the opportunity, they're going to take it. Well, on a lighter note, too, you know, there's things you can avoid to be to be vigilant. You know, you want to avoid anything. Any gun-free zone, stay away from it. Oh, yeah, gun-free gun zones are no-no. Uh, uh, I'm one that believes if, if you're capable and trained and you have a, a carry permit, by all means carry. Uh, uh, and it, it don't matter if you're you're in a, a uh, open carry. Uh, don't be ashamed to carry your weapon. Uh, 
some people frown on it, but if you have a concealed carry, uh, carry it. And, uh, uh, you know, your life and maybe someone else's, uh, some other people's lives might depend on it one of these days. That's true. That's true. And That's true. You know, be vigilant. Like, uh, it seems like the further along we go with all this nonsense that's going on, uh, the more apt that that's going to come in, come to play. Uh, much as we don't like talking about it or like seeing it happen, I don't mean you shouldn't be prepared. So if you can carry, carry. And teach your family, you know, how to shoot and handle weapons, uh, the safety of weapons, uh, the responsibility of of owning a weapon. Uh, That's uh, for sure. And and to respect these weapons, uh, their tools, and uh, uh, you have to teach your family... Children, your 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 spouses, and everybody uh, teach them to learn these weapons and respect them. A lot of responsibility involved. There is a lot of responsibility involved. Uh, when I was growing up, I mean, you know, of course, we never heard of silliness like what's going on now. Uh, but everybody respected weapons. I mean, you know, they were for hunting. Hunting yep, and self-defense. Yep. Uh, they, they served two purposes, and that was it. Hunting and self-defense. And uh, rarely you ever needed one for self-defense. But hunting, well, you used them pretty regular. It actually happened back in the day, Gerald. It's just the news didn't report as much. Uh, that's true. That's true. They did have some shootings, uh, but uh, they were few and far between. Mm-hmm. They wasn't on a regular basis like they are now. My land's like Chicago. Well, they have a, a kill in a day or something like that. Or More than one. Yeah. yeah. That's outrageous. That looks pretty rough, man. Uh, why is that? It's because they haven't been taught to respect uh, their weapons. Actually, I think it's... Growed up and... and, uh, uh, I don't know. They have no respect for life. Well, that's true. People are... uh, The education factor, too, involves some of these inner cities. People don't understand. They don't, you know, want to learn. They... Get out of school and they get mixed up in the wrong crowd. People take advantage of their intellect. That's so you know you got yeah. uh, Some of them may just feel they don't have an option but to get involved with a bunch of hoodlums. I know a lot of folks who are in the military. The reason they went there is because the judge told me that they're going to prison. That's true. Uh, especially when I was in the service, I knew a lot of them that the uh, judge gave the option to go to the military or, or go to the army or, or go to jail. And the ones that uh, chose the army, uh, you know, they'd become better people over it. Uh, it didn't have too many. Uh, you know, they was glad they went after they were there. Even the yeah, Well, they they learned uh, to be responsible for their actions. <clears throat> well, that's a good thing, you know. They got to be able to, you know, take one thing with the other and and do the right thing. Hats off to them for doing it. Yeah. Uh, even the drafties, I knew a lot of drafties when I was in. And and they cussed it at the time, you know, uh, getting drafted. And you kind of felt sorry for some of them. I joined, but there were a lot of them mm-hmm. were drafted. And, 
and but after that spent a couple of years, you know, they was required to spend two years. Uh, they uh, they realized then uh, it, it was a good thing they were drafted. So them really listen retired. Yes, they did. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. Some of them so. stayed right in service, and uh, uh, which I, you know, it it just shows it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was a good thing for them. And I think it'd be a good thing again for drafting, but uh, <coughs> I don't see yeah. it happening right now. Well, if you had a duel again, what would you do? I would have joined. <coughs> and would you uh, yeah, I would have still joined. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one would have known now. I would have been handling myself a little different. Wouldn't be so apt to volunteer for stupid stuff. <laughs> but, uh, stupid stuff, huh? <laughs> the world's full the world's of stupid, full stuff, of stupid brother. stuff, brother. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A lot of stupid stuff going on. I still, uh, something about the service, uh, I think. Uh, anyone that's been in the service and served their time in the service uh, come out a better person than when they went in. A lot of people are. Yeah. You know, a lot better. No, you can be. There's other things you can do, you know, and uh, don't advertise what you got, first of all. You know, and uh, keep what you got under lock and key. Uh, keep you some supplies put back. And that works for anything, not, you know, anything. Yeah, it don't have to be, you know, it can be any natural disaster. My lands, uh, we have them all the time. And uh, to have some food and... Uh, you know, bedding, clothing, you know, it can happen in winter, summer, spring, fall, middle of the rainstorm. Uh, inside the eye of a tornado. Or inside the eye of a tornado. You've <laughs> uh, been there, ain't you? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, we had to spend a couple of days here. Uh, no electric, water, food. I mean, we had plenty of food. Water, but I mean, uh, through the city. Uh, and of course, going to the store was out of the question. And leaving the neighborhood was out of the question. Unless you could walk, he was in good shape and could walk. Uh, he sure wasn't going to drive nowhere. But uh, we had plenty of food. We had bedding, we stayed dry, and no, the half the roof was gone, or more. Windows were all blowed out, but still had a good night's sleep. But uh, we sure didn't go hungry. You had an opportunity to go out of town, too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, eventually we had to get us a place out so they could work on the house. But uh, uh, be prepared, folks. Have some food. Figure you might be held up for a minimum of three days, and it could go on for a month or so. You know, it depends. I know... What, last winter, uh, John, wasn't it back east there? Some of them places were snowed in. They had so much snow, it was ungodly. Uh, they did. Four, four, five, six, seven foot of snow. You know, Boston I don't had, know where you going to go. Boston had them was nine feet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you better have some food put back. And, yep. uh, uh, Cold weather su- uh, supplies, uh, blankets, and sleeping bags, whatever you might need. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 
because you probably won't have any any electricity for quite some time. I think some of them went quite a while without electricity, didn't they? Long time. The ice storms are worse than that, though. Those ones that, those yeah. that took all the electricity yeah. out. So yeah, that happens usually in the southern parts. Yeah. That's happened in Missouri. It's happened in Kentucky, Oklahoma. We just had one in Oklahoma last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, there was. That did a lot of damage. A lot of folks had a power. Yeah. It took a bunch of them out. Thousands. Thousands. Folks, had you plenty of water on hand and, and food, uh, you know, buy a gallon of these pork and beans. <laughs> you can buy them for three or four dollars. Hell, that'll feed the family. Make sure you got so much water for each person. Yeah, they figure a gallon a day And propane stoves. I'm thinking less in an emergency situation you could get by, but still it'd be nice uh, to prepare to have enough water on hand. Uh, a gallon, a bigger, a gallon a day per person, and probably pretty close. Well, enough of it, you know. Well, if you have a family of four, uh, you know, uh, 40 gallons and give you 10 days. So. 40 gallons. So that's a 160 quarts. Yeah. Yeah. So you figure that up. So that's 320, 16-ounce bottles. So basically that's 10 cases of Costco water. Yeah. That's $30, people. Yeah. Yeah. I spent a double it. Yeah, wouldn't hurt. You know, and then you can draw down on your supplies. As you use them up, you re- replace them. You roll them over. You do. You do. You do. That's a definite uh, advantage, you know. And the water, <coughs> the water don't go bad. You know, if you've got uh, some containers. Yeah, I'll keep it in dark spots, uh, dark, cool areas. Yeah. Stay dead a long time. I've lived at my camper for two or three years and drank it. Yeah. You know, you know, the bottles, not the tanks. But uh, they're still good. Uh, Yeah, water's critical. Uh, Be sure to have it. But now they got these machines, John, that have come out with. I've been watching them. That'll draw the water moisture right out of the air and give you drinking water. That's a dehumidifier. Dehumidifier. Uh, basically, that's what it is. And uh, they're uh, getting more and more reasonable in pricing. Yeah. But uh, there again, to run a dehumidifier, you have to have a, a, a means of power source to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, bear, <laughs> keep that in mind if you used to get a gizmo like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, you might not have power source unless you got your own generator, and that's only going to run so long yeah. uh, before you run out of fuel. That's true. Uh, that's true. Unless you run a temporary... Man needs a source of running water. Well, yes, you do, but uh, you know you don't have to drink out the creek. Use it for power generation. Yeah. Yeah, a couple Uh, good alternators with paddles on it. Yeah. See, solar panels. I don't know how how much good they would have done that uh, back east there. Uh, You would have been well, not really. 
seven or eight foot of snow. You had dug them out. <laughs> yeah, you, that would have been a mess. Yeah, but that's how solar panels on the last ten years anyway. Yeah. One of the presidential candidates came up with that. Talking about uh, I, uh, what they were doing. I like the thought of solar panels, and and you know, until they get them where they're they're more durable and and last longer, where they're uh, it's not cost effective, right? Now. Yeah. No, it's not. In my way of thinking, I mean. Right. Temporarily, uh, short term, they're probably okay. Well, here's my here's my top five things to do. First thing you shouldn't do is advertise what you got. Make sure you got food and water and things like that. Make sure it's in a hidden location. You know, number two, stay away from gun-free zones. And that includes Walmart. Yeah, Walmart's not a, it's a gun-free zone. It's not a safe place. Mm-hmm. No, it's just now, like, that's, that's the pond for the ducks to gather. You bet it is. Uh, yeah, I'd be leery of any place that was a gun-free zone. Matter yeah. of fact, uh, I think we'll do some research on that. Look, see who's got gun-free zones like that, and we can put a list of who to avoid. And maybe they'll, maybe people will wake up. That's a good idea, because a person ought to know a place. You know, if I was to go in a place, I'm sure going to feel more comfortable if I knew there was a bunch of armed uh, uh, folks around me. Yeah, good folks, that is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean... Uh, in case some idiot did come in shooting, uh, <laughs> he'd probably get a good response. But mm-hmm. uh, if you're in a gun-free zone, <laughs> there ain't no holes in there to get in cover up. I mean, you're just stuck. Right. And number three is... Make sure you have adequate protection on your person at all times to protect your family and yourself. Make sure that your spouse and if your children are old enough, make sure they know how to handle one. Yes, by all means. Okay, you know you don't have to go super preppy and prepper and nuts over it. You know, just make sure that they understand how to use it. That's true. You know, and that's what you do. I would say by the time a child is in its teens, although we were younger when I grew up, that had weapons, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, a child in, their, in their, their teens should be old enough to adequately learn the safety mechanisms of, of your weapons. That's right. And, That's right. Uh, and they do so much talking about all these high-capacity rifles and oh, you're talking military about the, you're talking about the, st- style. you talking about the, the assault weapons that they're trying to say the, yeah, uh, the AR-15 weapons. is? Yeah, you don't it's have one of them to have adequate protection. A, a good, right. A, a good rifle, uh, a, a good shotgun, pump shotgun, uh, You need something for distance, something for close in, and, you know, something hand-to-hand. Yeah. Uh, the distance will get a good yeah. Uh, and if, the, you, and the, if you have the word for all to afford more, all the better, I guess, uh, whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, best form of defense is a 12-gauge shotgun. Well, that's true. That's true. Mm. Scared of plenty of boogeyman away. Yep. Uh, 
And uh, they're very versatile. You can load them uh, by any kind of load you want for them. Uh, everything from birdshot to shell uh, uh, filled with bacon rinds, you know. You know what the universal sound is that everybody knows in the United States or in the world? That's a 12-gauge uh, cycle. That's right. You cycle one, they know it. Yeah. I thought about getting me a, door, a couple of door alarms of that on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get a tape recorder and tape one, uh, jacking the shell in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're devastating. If you hit someone close yep. range, it, it's devastating. You know, you can you, you can tell when it's empty versus when it's got a shell in it, too. Yeah. You jack with a shell, it's going to pop at the end. Yeah. When it's locking in. Yeah. So, so um, that would be one of the first weapons I would recommend if you're Reach and grab. Yeah. yeah. That's gauge, make sure you got. Uh, or 20 gauge if you're afraid of a 12. You know, 20 gauge. Well, don't be afraid, you know. Get comfortable with the weapon. Don't be afraid of it. Yeah. you got to learn to use it. That's right. That's the only thing between you and the six foot underclub. Yeah. And your family. A little better with you. Yeah. Yeah, so and just make sure. I'm breaking in your door. The time for talking is, is no more. No, if they start breaking your door and it's time that you should, before the door opens, you should have had at least had one magazine already empty. Yeah, you should have, yeah. They should not be able to, if they kick that door in and move on you, you got them. Uh, don't, uh-huh. Uh-huh. don't mess around. Another thing, invest in a security system with cameras. Put them in certain places. And hidden, the more hidden, the better. I think so, yeah. You sit there watching them try to break in on your door on TV. You watch them do it. And you get them in the right position. Boom. Boom. If they come through your door, let me tell you, you are in real danger, and so is your family. Yep. Don't don't sit there thinking twice about doing anything. You both start pumping and pulling that trigger. You know, I was thinking about the thugs we've got in the neighborhood now. People have been breaking stuff, and not just here, but other places. Yeah. Back years ago. It's going on here, too, and... Uh, Closer to Christmas, you're going to see more of it. Yes, they want a Christmas shop with your money. Yes, they do. <laughs> and here, I ain't got any money. So they ain't going to get nothing here, but they don't know it. See, they, <laughs> they don't Nothing's care. Nothing's saying ain't coming to town, town this year. They'll, they'll <laughs> kick your door in whether you're in there or not. How many yeah. times have you read that? Boy, that's horrible. Folks are thugs are thugs. They're going to be thugs. Um, If you listen to the wrong people, they're going to tell you, we don't need guns. They want to take our guns, make things more peaceful. Um, The story broke uh, day before yesterday in a local newspaper. A dude broke into a person's house and stabbed a six-year-old boy. So you tell me, if they're going to do it, they're going to get a weapon to do it with. Yes, they are. They had a mass stabbing in England. England's got gun control, and they had a mass stabbing the other day. Yeah. China's got gun control, and that's their main form. Yeah. Knives. Knives. Uh, yeah. Several countries have been plagued with stabbings. Yeah. Well, look at Israel. Uh, they can mm-hmm. always get stabbed over there. Gun control. Uh, you know... Uh, you can be sitting at home and they kick your door right in, folks. Mm-hmm. Reinforce your doors, your front and back door. Let me go further. Uh, you can go to Lowe's or any of these uh, 
lumberyard place, and you can buy uh, extra reinforcements for when your door closes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, steel. Steel. Yeah, steel. There's steel. The thicker the better. You, you can uh, uh, put it right in there. They'll show you how to how to install it. Ain't nothing to them. Um, right. Right. And uh, change your door. Change your door. Uh, if you have do to not, change your do doors, I'm do not use a steel door. door. Yeah, do not use a wood door. door. Yeah, I'll never use a wood door anymore. Uh, use that full thick, thick form fiberglass. fiberglass. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a nice one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And on the back of your door, take you some, take you some, take uh, some uh, pipe, pipe, rebar. rebar. Drew you some brackets on there and cross that door. Make it even stronger. Yeah, reinforce your doors because I'll tell you, you don't have a lot of time. They go to kicking your door in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. You can put your hidden window in the Biometric. Yeah, you can get these gun safes. You can get these gun safes. They're not them high, are they, John? Now, Costco's got one for like 500 bucks. Nice and nice. Well, I meant these small ones. You just put a handgun in. They got them as well as the biometrics, about $150. Yeah, something like that. I think I'd Regular key ones, and you get a regular key one for less than 100 yeah, yeah, less than a hundred. You can get yeah. the fingerprint one for around a hundred and fifty. Just be careful the holidays too. It might get cheaper. You might have some clearance sales. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can mold it down there, a table, before you say it all the time, or you spend a lot of time. Uh, and have it in various places at your house too. You know, put put wall safes in behind pictures and things like that. Put Pedro on each one of them. But you got to. <laughs> that'd be nice. But if you only, you know, can afford one one weapon, uh, get a good pistol. Uh, don't buy these fly-by-night things. Buy your, go ahead and spend the extra dollar, get a good pistol. Uh, whether right. it's a revolver or a, a semi-automatic. Uh, yeah. And you can buy them quite reasonable now. Uh, a lot of them some automatics, what, around $300 for, I mean, you get, uh, top, uh, top quality? About 350 for a good Smith & Wesson 40 shield. Yeah. Or yeah. you can get a Sigma yeah. for 300 bucks. Yeah. That's a 16 round magazine. Yeah. Change location, do something. 
The trouble is, uh, things happen without any warning, and, and no matter how hard you try, sometimes you're going to be stuck in the middle of everything. And, and even though you've done everything you possibly can, at least you can tell, tell yourself that, I've done everything I possibly could, and still... Still do everything possible to avoid radical Islam. Yeah. That's right. You know, they're, they're out there. They're out there. They're out there, and they're waiting to make a move. Just saw a report today that guy's brother, Farouk, was in the Navy. His brother was in the Navy. In the Navy. Yep. This guy does this. Yep. His brother was in the Navy. He's probably a good person. Probably is. Mm-hmm. But the saddest... He's stuck, he stuck with the shame of what his brother did. The most tragic, the most tragic thing, thing to come out of this whole thing equal to the people losing their 14 loved ones you know, which is a lot of people, is that there is a child that's six months old that's going to have to grow up for the rest of its life knowing what his mother and father did to those poor people. And I've got a feeling they're going to get Grandma pretty soon lock her up. Well, it looks like she's uh, implicated, certainly, by all means. She didn't know what was going on? She couldn't, uh, there's no way she could live in that house and not know what's going on. That's a fact. Uh, That's right. And uh, in my opinion, of course, this is my opinion, I think they ought to take that baby, take it across the country and adopt it out to a good family that will treat her right. And... Never let it know it's past. That's the best thing for the baby itself. That would be the best thing for the baby. But you're not going to get those liberals to do something like that, Gerald. I'm sure sure you're not, but that's what they should be thinking. It's the far left now, the boat's teeter-tottering. It's going to flip over for long. Keep yourself safe, well, folks. I'm sure after tonight, bacon sales will go up. Start you a neighborhood watch. Recruit people in the neighborhood watch. You see somebody yeah. doing something special in their garage at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, call it in. Check it out. Yeah. 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 What you do. Yeah, you just call the proper authorities and, and uh, don't get involved in it. Do not get involved. Get involved. That's the way it is. Keep it on. Yep. And for certain neighborhoods, certain people live, which we're not allowed to profile, that place needs to be looked at probably a lot more than anywhere else. But we can't well, profile. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't want to profile them. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, if they wearing these goopy looking scarves on their head, then uh, <laughs> <laughs> you might say, "Huh, I wonder what that's all about." <laughs> we both wonder. But uh, now that's part of their religious dress. Well, I guess it is, but it wouldn't hurt yeah. to call and have the authorities check them out. It wouldn't hurt a bit. Uh, wouldn't hurt you know, a bit. You know, we're all born, we're, we're all born the same way. And our yeah, birthday suits. Yeah, our, yeah. You know. And that's the way we'll leave here, I suspect. Well, I don't well, know. Well, that depends now. <laughs> if you're cremated, you might leave here that way. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm going to have them pack me and bacon and burn me. <laughs> you and bacon. You must be crazy and bacon. Yeah, I am. I have been a while. Well, we had some beans with bacon in it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah. Be vigilant, people, in what you do. Don't let nobody, uh, you know, intrude on you. Uh, Keeping on your surroundings, keeping on your neighbors. You know, and if you yeah, like that. Uh, and especially your elderly neighbors out there, because uh, you know, keeping a watchful eye out for them, and and be sure uh, someone's not scouting them out to to see if they're. Going to be easy targets. Uh, we got so many people trying to break in uh, folks' homes and, and stuff. So the old neighborhoods got to look out for each other. Uh, that's one good thing. I Especially this time of year, guys. The thugs got to go Christmas shopping. Yeah. And uh, if you take your cars to the malls and different stores, uh, mm-hmm. be sure to keep uh, all your goods covered up with a blanket or in the trunk. Or, if you order something, if you order something, the ship post office or FedEx or UPS. Yeah. Try to figure the delivery date. Somebody's going to be home to where you can sign for it. Yeah. They're they're already stealing stuff off people's porches there. Very yeah, I think they are here too. Um, yeah, you want them for certain. Uh, uh, of course, uh, my Federal Express and American, I mean uh, UPS, they always honk at me. Mm-hmm. So they know I'm out there. Well, you- we don't need to buy the thugs down the street in Xbox. No, we don't. That's right. But now if you got good cameras, you can see who's doing it. Yeah. If you can't afford a security camera, boogie on down to the local Dick Sporting Goods or Sportsman's Warehouse or Bass Pro Shop or Cabela's. Find you a good, inexpensive game camera. That's true. Hide that sucker in a tree somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Somebody walk by or snap their picture. Mm-hmm. Make them famous. Yeah. The next picture you see will be in the lineup side of the hide adjuster in the jail. There you go. <laughs> no. We have to be vigilant, people. I can't, cannot say that enough. Because I mean, it's a uh, most of us are most of us listening within listening range or have a disability one kind or another. We wouldn't even be a member of had it. So you know, a lot of us have got issues. We can't. We're not mobile, and we're, you know, we've got PTSD and things like that. And we, you know, we have problems. We're probably a little bit behind the eight ball as far as other things, you know. But we're we're probably more aware of our surroundings. I think you're right, John. Uh, uh, all your veterans there that had it, uh, all of them's been trained uh, with right. the uh, proper use of weapons. And uh, uh, so that is a, a big advantage. Uh, you know, I'm I'm amazed at the people uh, that I have met that have never had a weapon in their hand. I'm astonished. That's right. And, right. and uh, so there's a, one advantage of being a veteran, even though you might be a crippled up veteran. Still, still our last line of defense. You don't go <clears> right. <throat> still, you have the yeah. knowledge. Uh, it's there. Don't uh, let these gun runners come up and tell you that you don't qualify to handle a weapon because you've already been trained. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah. They forget that. Trained. Uh, so, and you might not shoot like you used to, but you can sure shoot a 12 gauge. That's right. And, uh, so we got to do. You know the function and the purpose of using the weapon. So, uh, yeah, don't, don't worry. Uh, 
you know, uh, take it on yourself, keep an eye on the neighborhood. You might, well, Gerald, we might be neither. <clears throat> As they say, all good things must come to an end, and we've expired our allotted amount of time for today on the old bass hour. But uh, we'll be back probably Thursday. We're going to be doing a regular show. We'll have a surprise guest this week. Yeah, that's right, folks. Uh, you uh, you love this guest. And uh, so... Uh, sure tune in Thursday and we hope y'all enjoyed this show if you didn't uh, tune in Thursday maybe you'll enjoy that one yep well with that said this will be Jay Basher along with their co-host Gerald Cook hold his bacon we'll be signing off for now <laughs> okay oink oink <laughs> You've been listening to the Haddit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Haddit.com. All of you have been listening to the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is brought to you by Haddit.com. Stay tuned next week for another edition of the Basser Hour and the Haddit.com Blog Talk Radio Show. Thanks for listening.